price drop? Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. At Sport Clips Haircuts, they hairdo like no one else hair does. That's because not only is it the home of the champion haircuts, but they also made relaxing and unwinding the name of the game. With the MVP haircut experience, your haircut gets turned up a notch. That's because the MVP is more than just a haircut. It's a spa day for your hair follicles. It's a seven pressure point massaging shampoo along with perfectly steamed hot towel all while sports plays on TV. You can want it all and have it all at Sport Clips. It's a game changer. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson. And welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. We're doing the whole song? Oh, okay. I just saw a thing on the thing where I was like, I didn't realize. Sorry, I wanted to get back on air because I read a thing on our roll on our uh, rundown that Josh Homme headbutted his wife so hard she saw stars. Yeah, I hadn't seen that one, and it's like, yeah, it's a headbutt. Yeah, but it was a hard headbutt if you saw stars. Whatever, dude. If I headbutted you, meet your maker. All that smog, all that smog in L.A., and she still saw stars. No, no. You want to defend this guy? No. I love so bad. <laughs> I do. I really do. Welcome back to the bonfire. Hi, everybody. The all-inclusive bonfire. Everybody. Everybody's here. And every Brody, test, Brody Deal testifies that Josh Homme headbutted her so hard she saw stars. All right. It's on the Guardian, Daily Guardian. That's what, Guardian. That's what you get for laying down with a ginge. <laughs> Where's that compilation ginge, of my ginger attacks? Ginge, ginge buck. They call that. They call a headbutt a ginge buck. I just this makes me laugh. We don't have to take the calls. I know we're moving on, but Larry in Florida says he's a black guy, and Joe isn't a racist. He's an idiot. <laughs> the Planet of the Apes joke didn't help. <laughs> it's just a funny thing because Planet of the Apes joke did not help, probably. Yeah. But uh, we just watched the end of the apology on the break here, and it was like, I mean, he's I don't know. Sucks. Sucks what's happened to him. I do feel for him, for sure. That blows. But you know, he's not dropped though. No, he won't be dropped, and you know he could dry his tears with bazillion dollar bills. Yeah, he can go to Scrooge McDuck. He's fine. Take a dip in his money pool. Yeah, he's got enough paper money to dive into it for real. Also, it's funny like bagged to, leaves. After seeing the thing on Twitter, it's just fun to think of Joe Rogan when he gets off stage. He lays back, and other comedians carry him. Oh, you think? catch him. <laughs> he goes, and that's why it's crazy that leopards have spots. I mean, it's crazy. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> And everyone's like, we have you, Joe. We've always had you. You had us what behind it, you. Tony Hinchcliffe had a funny thing at the roast, right? It was like the, that David tells the Joe Rogan of New York. Yeah, very he funny. He goes, sorry that, your guys Joe, sorry that your guys Joe Rogan can't afford to buy you guys dinner. Yeah. He goes, my Joe Rogan experience is I get to go do a bunch of cool fucking shit because Rogan's wealthy. <laughs> he goes, you guys, is David Tell can't even take you guys out to dinner. And they're like, all right. All right. I love Tony's set at Skankfest. It was so fucking funny. That was good. Good roast. Um, good roast. What did, let's clear up what we haven't gone through yet. By the yeah. way, I remember that camper was like, I'm going to go through and find all the subjects you started but never got into. We have I think, three already today. But I think we mowed him down. He was doing it. And I think it became like 
too much. <laughs> too much from the handle. You know, guys, you can start a whole new radio show. You guys just this. don't even do, you never follow through with a bit. I got, did I tell you I got Gary this weekend? Buddy, we know, but but before just you know the one we walked away from, we teased with a guest, the racist couple on a train, and even talked about like they lost their jobs and stuff. Never watched the video. We said we get to back to the video after this, and we never watched that video. <sighs> Gotta watch that video. Still on the list. Oh my god. Uh, I get a, I get a text on Friday from Pete Davidson that's like, "Hey, this is Pete Davidson. Do you have my new number?" Which is a terrible way to lead texting a phone if they don't know you have a number or not. And I was like, "No, I don't have your number." But what's up, buddy? And he's like, "Where are you?" I was like, "I'm in Rochester all weekend." He's like, "I'm doing a college in Rochester Saturday. Let's hang out." Do you? And then this is what I love. This is how you can tell Pete is very famous and uh, hasn't been on the road in a while or doesn't know how I'm doing. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Do you do that yonder bag thing?" And I was like. Now, for those of you who don't know, Yonder is the thing that the service that Dave Chappelle uses, Chris Rock uses it, Louis uses it, where you put your phone away. In a pouch. They put it in a pouch, and it costs a lot of money for the club to use it, mm-hmm. or the venue to use it. They charge a lot of money. So Pete was like, I'm going to come by and hang out. Do you have Yonder, you have yonder bags? And I was like, dude, I am I half sold on a Thursday. You think I'm Yonder bagging them? <laughs> I'm begging for them to come out. <laughs> Bring your phone. Bring both your phones. Bring your work Please, phone. Please, God, get this out there. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fuck it, come on out. But him being like, oh, dude, I'm going to come hang out. So then, it was, dude, this is so fucking funny. I love Mark at Comedy at the Carlson. Mm-hmm. Mark fucking rules. He's, He's one right. of my favorite owners in comedy. He So I tell Mark, because he picks me up because I do their podcast and uh, in the press in Friday morning. Oh, he must have texted me Thursday night. And I was like, hey, I've been texting with Pete. Whenever I said it, I was like, Pete might come by Saturday night. So, like, do you guys, you know what I mean? Is there, like, a place where he can come in? Because he says, I'm going to come hang out at the 7 and 9. That's what Pete told me. So, Mark's like, all right, I got it. He's like, your shows are already sold out. So, you know what I mean? There's already going to be people here. But I'll get extra. Humble brag. It was one show. I didn't sell out the second one. But it, it was pretty full. Everything's sold out, dude. There is nothing available. But Even was, for Pete Davidson. But he's like, it makes sense for me to bring in more security if Pete's here. So, Saturday night I go in and there's more security. Mark dressed up. He put on, like... A blazer or whatever, and then Pete just didn't show. Pete, Pete texts me. He's like, "Oh, what time's your show? My show's at nine o'clock." I'm like, "Yeah, my uh, late show's at nine o'clock." And he's like, "Oh, do you want to meet up after or whatever?" And I was like, "Uh, I don't know, maybe." And then I had my food, and then later he texts me. He's like, "Sorry, we didn't meet up." And you're like, "Yeah, I kind of figured that when you said your show was nine. Yeah, but it was such a fucking. I he was out. I hate that story. What I hate it. Yeah. That story. I don't know. It made me feel tense. Yeah. Oh, it feels weird. It feels weird. Because you're like, Pete's not a normal person now. He can't just walk into the club. No, I know. But I'm saying. Even, but he's even not, a, like, but, or even my most but famous. But he's not a normal person now, like normal in the sense of like how famous he is. Sure. Uh, where he's at. I said it was almost like maybe Kevin Hart like flashbacks sure. I'm having or something. But it was just, it's that. Like, he says he's coming. You're like, oh, that'll be cool to hang out and catch up with him. That's what and I was looking for. There's to. also something of just like, uh, you know, there's so much going on in his life to hear. And then other people that you tell around sort of get excited for like a different reason. And then you feel that pride of like, yeah, that famous guy is going to come here for me. And then he doesn't show up, and then everyone's kind of disappointed. And he's significantly younger than you. Is <laughs> the thing? All those Ten things hurt. Younger, <laughs> Ten years younger than me. But I would say like. 
It's, dude, Katie made me laugh so hard. I was like, can you just imagine if he brought Kim Kardashian and she's just sitting in the green room of comedy at the Carlson on one of those couches just with with Justin and RJ, my openers, just being like, so what do you guys do? And he's like, well, (laughs) Justin's like, well, I'm about to drink this weed lean. That's what he had. It was just three potheads. And like RJ loves Queens of the Stone Age. So we're just sitting here. It's just like three shitheads. But dude, Katie made me laugh so hard because I was like, I don't know how to feel. It's going to be kind of weird. And she's like, oh, I hope Kim Kardashian is there. And I was like, can you imagine her just dressed in leather sitting in a fucking thing? And then Katie just writes back, ah, the noises her outfits must make. (laughs) It really made me me laugh. How she moves around and it just sounds like a couch getting up to walk. Like a leather couch getting up to walk. But yeah, then he garried me and he was just like, ah, I guess we're not going to hang out. And I was like, man, this always those moments make me feel like I'm fucking 12 years old again. And my dad's like, I'm going to come out for your peewee football game. Oh, yeah, and I'm going to be like, oh, hell yeah, that'll be awesome. We have like eight weeks of games. So you just come out. And he's like, definitely, I'll stay at the Holiday Inn or the Red Lion by your mom. And I'll just, you know, come hang out. And I was like, it's going to be badass. And then just at the end of the season, you're like, hey, so we got two games left. Uh, we're 0-6, but like we got two games left. We might win one of them. And he's like, oh, buddy, ooh, I'm looking at it. And it's beer o'clock. And I'm late. <laughs> So, <clears throat> don't I feel it, dude? That's uh, definitely like that's the abandonment. Hey, shit. I, I don't know if it's gonna happen, but Kevin Hart said he was gonna swing by, maybe or something like that. Like, they start blocking off people on the street. Someone's just pushing them. Dude, the fact they start, that- they start fire hosing people down the street. He goes, we got him for Kevin Hart, and then it's like, oh, he actually said uh, dinner ran a little late. <laughs> And uh, he just thinks he's going to go home. Dude, he, got, he got a little tired at dinner. When you get big time, yeah. when you get big time, now there's obviously clearly like a ton of benefits. Like it's awesome. Nate getting famous, it was so awesome when he was in San Diego at the same time. He was do, I was doing American Comedy Company. He was doing the Balboa Theater because it's Nate. It's our, one of our best friends. So Nate's like, and he's still Nate. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, we're about to order from this like crazy Italian place. Why don't you and Racine come over and y'all order dinner and then y'all can eat after your show with us when I'm done with my second show. It's like fun. Mm-hmm. You're like, I would have never done this. I would have eight shitty nachos up in my room but pete doing that like hey so i'm probably gonna come by all night and hang out and like that'll be a fun thing and then them hiring having a security guard open the green room door when it's just me you know what i mean it's just yeah. the, it's been the same show since thursday like, hey. hey i hope you like that enrique iglesias 9-11 bit all right well i'm hey. gonna log in <laughs> it's just like it was so it He's was like, so i funny. was supposed to I was supposed to bounce for something important tonight. Yeah, he's like, man, I was supposed to be here. For, I was supposed to watch Kim Kardashian's butt walk in and oh, out. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't with her, but it is. he's that level of famous where it affected not – it affected me, obviously, but then the the wave of people being like, I heard Pete Davidson. But I'm saying, but just based off a thing where it was like he just – you know the reality is some version of like – he smoked a little much afterward or whatever it was. Just at the end, it was just kind of like, ah, I said that earlier, but I really don't feel like going. I've done this a thousand times. But like, that's most people. If you pull out of a thing, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to make it. Like, it doesn't shut down. Everyone's like, oh, well, I guess you guys can go home. Sorry about dragging you away from your families for the night. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed my new 50 minutes. <laughs> you like, walk away. Like, I'm really working on that. So, yeah. okay. Hope you oh. fucking enjoy it. <laughs> Mother, but. Yeah, I was like, I gotta tell Jay I got garyed by Pete. That's great. Pete, Pete fucking learned the martial art of Gary. 
and used it against me. Hey, champ. Hi, buddy. Hey, pal. He calls <laughs> me pal like my dad did. Maybe I'll come hey, by pal. after my show. Even though I'm not going to be there for your show, I'll come after above a catch still. Oh, you want to play catch out in the parking lot? Uh, hey, hey, bud. Got a little dark for for catch. I thought they were going to have lights. Hey, maybe maybe we could watch wrestling. You could come over to my hotel. We'll hang out and order for- I uh, love that. Oh, you know what? I just forgot they don't let fags in my hotel. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. What a weird- what a Sorry. Mean. No mo's allowed. Sorry. They say if you want to suck your boyfriend off, I can't come on my hotel. <laughs> That's pretty mean. You tweet Dad that called out. you pal? Yeah. He's an alcoholic. What do you want? <laughs> hey, pal. Yeah. That's, uh, every time. Every time. Your dad called phone. you odor. Odor. Some Some dude. dude, someone. <laughs> shout out to the campers who, whenever I tweeted about McDaniel, someone tweeted at me. They were like, damn, dude. I bet Pimp One crew can't get any tickets to the Dolphins now. <laughs> I'm talking about the eighth grade group we hung out with that were mean to McDaniel and I. And they're like, Pimp One crew's not going to be anywhere near a Dolphins game this Fuck season. Fuck that shit. Immediately, I texted McDaniel. I was like, I get a, let me get a Ray Finkel jersey. That'll they make be, them? No, but oh, I want yeah, one. Yeah. Just I, get one made? I want a Dolphins official. Official Ray Finkel? Ray Finkel. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Well, would you get a white one, right? I want an old. I want numbers. Me and my buddy Chad were like, we're the ones that go to McDaniel's games, even when when he was with Washington and like mm-hmm. Atlanta and shit. And I was like, I know, I'll, like Katie's gonna, Katie's a Patriots fan, so she's like, don't get fucking Dolphins gear. It's like if I if I'm going to, I'm gonna buy early '80s, mid '80s. I'm gonna find '80s Dolphins shit because mm-hmm. that shit rules. Mark Duper, yeah, dupe. I did. Uh, hell yeah, get a dupe. I don't. I wouldn't get a jersey, but I'd get a shirt. I get a dolphin. Sh- I'm a supporter. Get a jersey, one of the t-shirts that looks like a jersey. I love fucking jerseys. You shouldn't because they're garbage. Fuck you. I have a Nuggets Nikola Jokic. Thank you. That's Black Lou certified right there. It's a garbage well, thing. You both you guys say. can suck, suck my dick. Sorry. A jersey. What are you an asshole? I love a jersey. What do you shop for? Uh, do you shop for dress clothes at Marshalls? I had a jersey. I had a Steve Young jersey. That was the 49ers, and then it said Young on the I back. I had jerseys, too, when I was young, and we were broke, dude. Step it up. All right. Fine. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fucking jersey. I'll get some Miami. Everyone's like, oh, you're a Dolphins fan now? I'm like, no, I'm still a 49ers fan. I just support the Dolphins. Damn, dude. I'm cornering my eye at it right now, but I'm trying to read his face. How many jerseys does DJ Lou have? I mean, I the whole 86 Mets. <laughs> yeah, I had the- uh, Yeah, you have David Wright? 85 Bears. 85 oh. Bears. Jerseys? Yeah. Uh, forget who. Dent? I mean, I'm guessing it's got to be Walter Payton. Fridge? McMahon. No, for Mc- sure. You were yeah. McMahon house. Your McMahon, mom, dude. That was probably your mom's hall pass. Yeah, she's like, if Jim McMahon comes through <laughs> T-neck, I'm going to throw it at him. <laughs> That's my hall pass. He wears sunglasses because he's cool and he's got sensitive eyes. He's a, he's a white man. He's pulling off a sweatband, for Christ's sakes. I like it. Let me have him. Let me have this. Um, let's clear our docket from the things we said we're going to talk about. Kevin James is Sean are Payton. Well over halfway through the show. Biofilm when they cast someone fat as you. Uh, oh, I heard that wrong. What did you hear that as? Biopic where they cast someone fat is you. I don't know. And I was like, as oh, you. All right. We we're saying like when they get a worse looking version of you. If you're Sean Payton, you're like I don't. I'm, Kevin James is much larger than me. I'm going to play Kevin James. In the Kevin James biopic. <laughs> Kevin James is bummed out. I was, oh, come on. So we watched the Kevin James trailer for the Sean Payton film first. Yeah, let's just get okay. that out of the way because it's crazy how bad it is. And it's not a serious movie. Jacob says it isn't. It's called Home Team on Netflix. 
<laughs> hey, coach. Mr. Goodall is on the phone. Well, Roger Goodall's on the phone. The commissioner. He didn't say what his job was. What's the girl from SNL? Suspended for a full it's, oh, yeah. Sean, what are you doing here? Just came to watch my son play football. Played a great game out there. You lost zero to 40. Can't help it if all your teammates are horrible. Was this like Little Giants, but with a guy that was actually in the NFL? Yeah, what is this? I think it's like a Misfit movie where they're all misfits. Oh, so he's playing Sean Payton. It's not a biopic. No, it's like, but it is, but it's based on real life. What, when he made little kids play ball? I think when he got suspended from the NFL, he went down and coached Pee Wee. I don't know. Oh, did he? Hit play. I think so. Did that happen? I don't know, but that would be badass. Why was he suspended? Because I told you, Greg Robinson, his defensive coordinator, got caught on tape uh, telling people to take out players. Oh, right, right, right. And they were like, you can't be fucking doing that shit. The worst team in the league. They need oh, yeah. Are you seriously ordering a pizza right now? Oh, yeah, I want stuffed crust. What kind of question is that? You're only here because you got to Stop this. I don't believe this is awful. Nonsensically horrible horse shit. Yeah. Being oh, Peyton, Sean Payton's son isn't easy. Ain't easy. That's the. Why did they hold Kevin James over the fire for playing a Nazi, a Nazi murderer in that one movie? Well, that was like a serious turn, right? Yeah. I feel like Kevin James. This is could... like the dirt when they just they made the movie r- written by Motley Crue essentially about Motley Crue and took out anything. Yeah, so Sean Payton was like negative. Sean Payton was like, "Hey, let's uh, with my life. Remember when I got suspended for trying to take out players? Let's turn that into little giants. Yeah, let's see. I have little giants today afterwards, and <laughs> so a, a bunch of wacky kids and yeah, turned it all back up. And I had a big truck, and I was cool. And they were like, "We've never been cool." It's and then be we great. won. At the very end of the movie, though, in the last play, he goes. Murder the person yeah. across from you. I want you to step on their neck if they're under you. He goes, <gasps> make their parents weep. Oh my God, you were bad the whole time. Anyway, go go noodles. Hey, warrior pride. <laughs> um, yeah, you could turn this off. All right. Well, uh, Jacob brings up Motley Crue. Yeah, which gets us back to another thing that we had on the we're docket. We're cleaning up, dude. We're going through it. <laughs> um. Pearl Jam. You went and saw Pearl Jam, but it wasn't Pearl Jam. It was Eddie. It was Eddie with a like an all star band. Had a drummer from uh, Chili, Chili Peppers. Peppers. Chad Smith had a guitarist from Jane's Addiction. Mm-hmm. Uh, some bass player, and then another Not guitarist one. from Chili Peppers. John Frusciante. No, I wish that's my guy. And uh, then Glenn Hansard, who was oh an Irish man, uh, oh great guy. Oh. No. <laughs> Oh, anyway, oh. anyway, oh. they it, Eddie's got a solo album coming out, so they played all his songs and oh ended with Purple Rain. Christ. The end, and they played oh. what? Purple Rain, and that the place went like, ape shit. It was that sounds like all right, okay. Whoa, dude. hey, they can take that out of context. You'll be Easy, done, bro. dude. <laughs> um, whoa, chill the fuck okay, out, Whitsky. I um, <laughs> this isn't the safe white haven of an Eddie Vedder con- Eddie Vedder concert. We understand this ain't a bag of Wonder Bread like that concert you were at. How awful was that, dude? What was awful? His brand new solo stuff. <laughs> it was great. In a word, a triumph. No, a triumph. You did. In a word, a triumph. No, yeah. you don't mean that. You don't mean that I at do. all. I do you it. love it? Have you, you heard the song? You weren't hoping album? he was going to play Pearl Jam songs. I knew exactly what it was going to be, and I researched it, and I heard all the songs before. Like I already knew it was coming. And uh, I thought it was pretty great. Did you go with Will or just by yourself? Yeah, me and my brother and two uh, old lesbians you guys buy next one, to us. Did you guys buy one ticket and just pass it back to each other? <laughs> I'm going to go to the bathroom. Bloop, bloop. And you go, oh, no, I'm already in there. No, no, no. I was, remember, it's me from before. You take your hat off. And, yeah. Hey, what's up? You forgot. You're having deja vu. 
Did you guys dress in the Shane Pearl Jam t-shirt? Do you guys sit on each other's shoulders, like station, when you go? What are you guys, Motley Crue fans? Shut the fuck up. I mean, they do rip. I am, actually. We love heroin and bass playing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. What a dummy I am. Mm. So what happened is uh, Eddie Vedder says that he hated Motley Crue in the 80s, and now one of the big hair band's very own is firing off thoughts on the matter. He threw threw his fucking dick out there first. Eddie Vedder was like, they suck, man. Eddie Vedder taking a shot. We were cool because we didn't wear glam shit. I never wore glitter. Uh, I don't know. I just figured if I wanted to dress like a girl, like be a girl. Yeah. Johnny Depp is here? Yeah, yeah, Johnny Depp showed up. Sort of. Well, Nikki Six tweeted out, made me laugh today reading how much the singer in Pearl Jam hated Motley Crue. Now, considering that they're one of the most boring bands in history, it's kind of a compliment, isn't it? Hashtag the stadium tour. Whatever. Uh, hashtag you, rock and roll. Your singer is a pot belly pig. And you're all on drugs, <laughs> retards. I can't argue with that. <laughs> Calling him a pot belly pig kind of rules. Yeah, I can't argue that, that, that Vince Neil looks like <laughs> shit run over twice. <laughs> yeah, he looks ridiculous. He can't sing anymore. Dude, you might have nailed it, Whitsky. Uh, I don't have a response for that. All right. That was good. <laughs> Tommy Lee's a jerk off too. All right, get them all, dude. Well, what about Mick Mars? You didn't get Mick Mars yet. Mick Mars means well. Rest in peace, Mick Mars. All right, there you go. He's on the other side. Damn, dude, Vince Neil with that belly sticking Jesus out. Christ. Mick Mars might still be alive. He is. He's rest, alive. Rest in peace when it happens. Yeah, well, I thought you were making as a good joke that rest in peace because he looks dead. He looked dead. And ten, I didn't know. Twenty so, years ago, I, he, I didn't know, so I just went with it. I was like, yes, he is on the other side. He's ten. Zero clue. He's like ten years older I, than the rest of them. I think they fasten him to a pole on the stage. Yeah, so he just sits. Come upright. Yeah, so he just stands there. What? <clears throat> yeah, I think he's right. Like a scarecrow. Or sometimes he sits. They scarecrow. They scarecrow Mick Mars. His bo- his bones are coming apart or something. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ! No, they're fused. His bones are fused. Like an action Thanks, figure. Jacob. Any more information? Yeah. Windows for my ear. His bones are fused, Dan. <laughs> so they have to stand them upright. Jay, I just realized I'm going out over the air. They so they're hearing all my... You're like Brando when you just get the lines fed into his ear. Are we on air? <laughs> is this going out? Dude, Vince Neil being po- called a potbelly pig. Is... He, I mean, it really... He looks like Bo- Dude, Bobby Kelly could beat Vince Neil in if you put on a wig... And What's up, dude? Hey, dude. Dude. <laughs> What's up, dude? <laughs> dude. Vince Neil looks like Bobby Kelly in a wig. Yeah. Here's the thing, dude. Hey, dude. Food before food, dude. Girls, Bobby. girls, girls, dude. Bobby Kelly was at uh, the Eddie Vedder show too. Oh. Yeah. He was, just, he was there to he was just, but he was just there to beat up nerds. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't there to listen. Yeah, I don't know. He was there to hold, steal money, lunch money, and put people over toilets. Yeah, bust ukuleles over people's heads. Um, did he pull out a ukulele at all? He didn't. Uh well, that upset you. I could have used one or two. Did you try to blow a guy to get backstage? No, I did try to find the bus though. <laughs> well, I guess with uh, Nikki Six, another fan called him a lame who had three mid-level songs at best. Nikki wrote, "Remember, there were zillions of brown-haired bands for brown-haired fans. Go find them. You will know them by the bored look on their face." What does that mean? Uh, brown-haired this bands. Is a fucking L.A. Queef. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Brown hair. Oh, just oh, like they're. You're so mad. 
Oh, look at Jeff and Matt. <laughs> oh, look at his hats. Look at his stupid look hats. Look at his fun hats. Look at his hat. Looks like fucking the inside of king robes. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Vedder looks like Gino Bisconti. Dude, I want his picks. I want his NFL picks. When they were young. Young Pearl Jam. Man, they were never a scary band, huh? Were you the one that told I me? I bet they never even trashed a hotel room. Oh, Dweebs. my God. I bet they tipped all their house house service, they, service maids. They, uh, you know, they just did benefits for uh, abortion rights and, and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah, just community service stuff. Got it. No, the opposite of what Nikki Six is all about. He what? hates women. I bet Nikki Six likes abortion. I think he he's probably, probably, probably loves it. But he loves abortion. Funded it. I bet he's all about it. They should have. They should have teamed up to do a pro. I bet he's given more abor- pro choice. He's, he's given more money to abortion than anybody you're talking about. Well, I mean, no offense, but I mean, mm-hmm. our guys are like pro women, not like your yeah. favorite guy. They Dan, look like Catholics. And your favorite guy Jay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You whoa. guys are you guys are kind of female headbutting. Wife headbutting goes back to a Nordic tradition. That's a fucking in-house matter. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> you Thank guys you. Seem to like to That's a family. Your- That's a family shit you're bringing up, Lou. <laughs> that is between. Why a man- are you bringing up family that shit is between a man and his wife and that is between him, them and God. And they're four walls. God. Alright. So, Maybe that's the only behavior she responds to. DJ Lou. Yeah, Lou. You want to go out and murder a bunch of babies and then go to Hawaii and play a tiny guitar? That's your own damn business. But you leave family matters out of the goddamn... I'm just saying uh, that we're against beating the shit out of people. Uh, our wives. It also sounds like you're in the kissing dudes. It does. You kiss all these guys. <laughs> kiss all these guys Most right. of them have womanly faces. You probably kiss them on their penis lips. Yeah, I mean, Christine's got more facial hair than two of the guys in this band. That was good. Thanks. Black only black lose falling apart. Actually... You just stared. I Thank looked, you, Jacob. I looked. At, I looked at both her and Young Pearl Jam. Would you look at her to see if she had facial oh. hair for real? I went like this. He goes, "Hit the light, Christine." Christine, <laughs> <laughs> you turn your head. All right, I see some. All right, there it is. Yeah, Bobby Kelly could be Vince Neil for Christmas, and Christine, you could be Jeff Ament. Ain't it? Aim it. Uh, Which one's that? Uh, the hot one. All the way on the right. Hot, hot, hot. He's the hot boy. Right there. Jeff Ament. I have hairy calves. See? <laughs> but that catches uh, I like up. queers. That catches us up. So now do you hate Motley Crue? I, uh, I didn't like... I don't know. It bothered me when I was trying to watch Pam and Tommy because I'm just like... Fucking hate these guys. Yeah, but didn't you hate him just from being Pam and Tommy? I mean, that's not painting a good picture of Tommy Lee at all. Yeah, he's a. Va- it seems like he's exactly the jag off you thought he was going to be. I haven't watched Pam and Tommy yet. Is it good? <laughs> yeah, I, I loved it. Jacob, I, you like? I loved it. I think the acting is fantastic in it. I don't like the way it's shot at all. I think that then you've did spoiler alert, but I mean everyone's talking about the dick uh, puppet is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. What? He like has a conversation with his dick, Tommy Lee, and it's like his dick's like, "Hey man, you got to do it." It's like a puppet move. It's just the, it's really shitty and stupid. I actually didn't, don't like it at all. You know, it's great. <laughs> Seth Rogen is awesome. He's great. The acting is great, buddy. They That's have nailed. Scene, they dude. nailed. I just think the way it's shot, the way it's shot all around. I think it's just pretty bad. But they nailed dude, his voice. He has Tommy Lee's voice and at least public personality down. Pam Anderson. She looks like her. She sounds just like her pretty wild like they've done a good job on that and i'm interested i'm I'm in it but like is the full is it fully released is the full season released three episodes Mm. first three episodes and then when's it come out wednesday is the new one 
damn, dude, all these shows are doing this. They're releasing a cluster. Then you get in, you want to binge the rest. It's not there. That's what I'm going through with The Peacemaker on HBO Max. They've only released six. So I watched all six and I wanted to go through the full season. How many are there? I don't know. I think there's eight episodes. Two more. Do you Have you been watching Peacemaker, Jacob? I think that's now the best show on TV. It's I so good. I love that show. I love it. It's, <laughs> it's funny. So it's fucking great. Really it's, made me laugh. The, yeah. The opening sequence I told Jay is, I think it's the best since Game of Thrones. Like, I look forward to the opening. Oh, the dance? Uh, yeah. The, the song rules. Great. The song was in my head when I woke up this morning. The soundtrack for it in general is great. Yeah. That's it, Peacemaker, everybody. On HBO Max. Yeah. HBO Max. Uh, also stream Son of a Gary. <laughs> We've lost all of our other sponsors, so HBO guys, Max, please come on over. Turns out you play that Rogan clip, you're going to lose a lot of money. Where's Wendy's been? They fucking fucked off, and I still had it on the road. Still. They've turned on us hard. Should we take our last break? Yeah, dude. Let's take our last break. We'll come on back, and we got 40 bajillion things we could talk about. We got a lot of stuff. Scott Bayo has music? Yeah. What? Yeah, I even have a... I'm going to show a shout-out when we talk about that subject to the camper. I just saw they posted it, but I want to give them credit that they found Scott Bayo. Like, oh, yeah, Scott Bayo used to have music. Oh, beautiful. Which means he probably has live performance things where he's just being a jerk off oh my god let's look into it you want to peek at that i'm telling you that might i could take us to the end that's longer oh you want to wait all right let's wait let's see we'll see when we come back buddy hey hey we love each other here yeah we do it's the bonfire damn right it is Real quick, let's talk about one of our awesome sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Metro by T-Mobile. Mmm. Isn't it obnoxious when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine printer bills that seem to go up for no dang reason at all? I hate that. Actually, brands usually want me to say a lot of yada yada when I do ads like this. But at Metro by T-Mobile, there's nada yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, no surprises. They don't even want me to speed through the legal, so here it is. When they say no price hikes when you join, they mean your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data plans. Their only exclusions are for limited-time promos, per-use charges, and third-party services. I guess that really is nada, yada, yada. Go to Metro by T-Mobile right now and switch while you can. That's Metro by T-Mobile, nada, yada, yada. Disney Plus and Hulu are better together in the Disney Bundle with new movies and series. On Disney Plus, experience the full Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with new main show performances and acoustic collection. On Hulu, follow the fantastical evolution of Bella Baxter, played by Emma Stone in the award-winning film Poor Things. All of these and more streaming this month. Get the Disney Bundle with Disney Plus and Hulu. Terms apply. See DisneyBundle.com for details. Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Hey, real quick, let's talk about one of our amazing sponsors over here at the Bonfire, and that is Babbel, everybody. You know, one in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. 
If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, and Babbel has over 10 million subscriptions sold to date. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Bobby. What's up, Jay? How are you? I am doing bueno. Bueno. Yeah. That's what I learned from Babbel so far. I learned one. Bueno. Want to know what I learned from Babbel? Buenos noches. Non paletano, molto bene. What? Scusi. You watch your mouth. Bueno notte. Omerta. Buenos Aires. <laughs> La Costa Nostra. Roberto. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash bonfire. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash bonfire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bonfire. Rules and restrictions may apply. I don't know. I want to give uh, Jacob his chance to be happy here. Um, because Joey Logano, his sweetheart, won the clash of the L.A. Coliseum. Mm, that's right. Big race, L.A. Coliseum. First time NASCAR was ever at the L.A. Coliseum. Beginning of NASCAR season, and he won it. Jacob, were you excited as hell? Oh, man. I was uh, I was loving it. It did was you, great. Did you watch the whole race? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when you jumped around and screamed like that when he won, did your father take his glasses off and put his fingers over the bridge of his nose and go, ah, Christ. (laughs) Did your mother sigh? (coughs) I held my excitement together. Oh, Jacob Christ almighty. Oh, There's not enough Advil in the world. Hey. This kid with his cars and the vroom and the circle and the There's a checkered flag. More interesting, what I'd like to see is the video of Ice Cube did the mid-race concert. Do they show that on TV? Yeah, they kind of. If you're Ice Cube, it in the middle of like it was 150 laps, and midway through 75, they just stopped the race, and he did like a three-song concert. If you're Ice Cube, how mad are you? That Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige are doing the Super Bowl, and you got to do the fucking NASCAR at the L.A. Coliseum. I'd say more how mad are you that most of the people in the stands are having a Joe Rogan compilation going yeah. on in their yeah. conversations. They probably they probably got a fucking 20 Joe Rogan tapes out of that. Yeah. How many Joe Rogan compilations of N-words were used that day? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, this person's phone. What the hell is this? I thought he did a good job. Yeah, no. The audience is doing exactly what you think, though. They're, like, standing there. Mm-hmm. He has Toby Keith here, too? Oh, that's where Kanye walked down. Yeah. She absolutely has said the N-word. That lady filming? Dude. This whole audience, man. That's how they get in. It is funny trying to watch some of like these like sleeveless shirt hillbillies though, like trying. No one's even mouthing the words of the chorus. I don't even like the song, but I would be going, "Pay for your health." Uh, wait, 
Ho, ho. No, back that up. I let me see him. I bet the audience does not. Oh, they're all right. They're doing all right. Say Panzoil. Say Home Depot. Skip ahead. Yeah, this would be way more badass if he was in the middle while they were going around and he was rapping. You know what I mean? They're just blaring this as everyone was fucking going around in the lanes. That's what they should have done. Now, a lot of people, uh, some people are enjoying it. You know what it is? Throw your set in the air. By the way, he's a total sellout, though. I do love that he goes, because driving too slow is bad for your health. All right, hillbillies, I'm going to ask you. Yeah, I'm going to ask you if that's who I am. Throw your set in the air is such a funny thing to play. You're like, like huh? We'll throw what shit? Oh. Oh. Did you hear, it might just be a fake rumor, did you hear that uh, uh, 100, 150 people at the LA Coliseum that they called the police on Ice Cube? Yeah, they go, you're going to want to get here as fast as possible. He's taking over the whole goddamn thing! Is it a big race, Jacob? Was this, a, was this like a big deal? It's not um, a points race. It just opens up the season. Uh, the, so it's for nothing. It starts... Man, it's no, great. I mean, it's really exciting, but uh, I mean, I think think they make some a, a nice chunk of change for it. Um, but the official first race is the Daytona 500 on Sunday. Ooh! While Jacob's talking about this, the performance is up, and I'm going to tell you right now: all concerts are people doing this, oh, watching it through their phone. It's insane, and they're like, and that footage, by the way, is going to blow. Yeah, just know that it's not gonna hear all of it. That footage you're taking is going to this, blow. The audio is gonna be shit. By the way, I get get a verse because you sure. want to send it to somebody. Like, oh, this reminds me of when we used to go. But I mean, come on, man. Yeah, you're gonna do the whole. I've watched people at concerts record the whole concert on their phone, and you're like, that is. Dude, we went to see who was that? What are they called? Prophets of Rage. Oh yeah, Rage and uh, Chuck D. The Chuck D and Be Real mashup. Yeah. We went to go see. There was a guy in front of us, a real dude, bro. And this guy, he filmed the entire concert of himself singing aggressively into his like camera. No, I never stopped the entire. It, I don't even remember their set list they did because I was obsessed with this guy. I couldn't believe he was doing it. He was recording himself singing the songs yeah. into his phone. So he was like, like being like, oh. Yeah, yeah, just yes, but lip sync. Killing in the name of being no, and just filming himself the entire no. time, the entire time. Oh my god, no, crazy. Am I wrong? Is that what you did? Mm -hmm. What are you falling asleep over there? No. What do you think? I mean, he might have. He might have done it. <laughs> he might have what? What did you say? Did? Whatever you said. Did you watch the new South Park yet? No. It's very funny. Is it? Yeah. Cut. Concerts are only as good as the energy from the crowd, and man, they blow now. Yeah. I watched, uh, I might have said this on the air, when, once I went to see Ozzy at the Garden, and he was so good. The band was so good. And there was a guy next to me with his feet up on the railing uh, on his phone the whole time. Not Didn't look at the stage. Just You'd think he was on his couch. It was enraging. I hated him so much that he ruined the show for me. Yeah, you saw Tool. Tool wasn't like that, Jacob. You have to admit, Tool What's was it? pretty great. 
Tool was very good. They, they actually they stopped. They made everyone put their phone away, which I loved. Yeah, and it was just an ask. Everyone was engaged. They just asked. They go, everyone, please. And because at the end of this, we yeah. do a thing where everyone could take their phones out for the last song, but put them away until then. And they they policed it pretty good. It was awesome. Do you think? I mean, that's got to affect. That's definitely going to affect the show. Totally be dude. like, oh, I I can't reach for my phone. I Let can't me. have a phone. It's the only two ways I could see Tool and Pete Davidson. Yeah, I require. And that's uh, that's a maybe. He'll probably flake on you at the last moment. Oh, oh! But I was outside with my glove on my knee. Every headlight. You could still be putting Ice Cube on in the background there. Him performing, and they show the stands of the people that aren't into it is the funniest. We'll tweet it out. The bonfire. There's some people into it, but some people are just kind of like, "Yeah, I'm waiting. Go waiting for the ride." I knew it. Eventually, it was going to make its way into my old NASCAR. West Side. They already got hockey. West Side, connect gang, connect gang. <laughs> there's definitely, there's got to be. Well, I don't know if hockey's really a hillbilly sport for them to get upset that black people are in hockey a lot now. It's never really been a hillbilly sport. It's more like northeast northerners. Ice Cube performing at NASCAR is wild. Yeah, it's weird. It sounds like something you would make up, like as a like a Jay Leno joke in like uh, 2005. If you think the future's going to be weird, I just got back from there and I just watched Ice Cube perform at a NASCAR event. So you guys are like that. I'll tell you this, though. It's like Ice Cube performing for NASCAR. I said, uh, hey, Kevin. Hey, Kevin. You hear this? Yeah, see, uh, you seen this? You heard about this? I will say progress in the world because there are a lot of people here are, who are into it. Do you know what I mean? Mexicans love NASCAR. I'm just sure. But I'm saying if Ice Cube walked out at fucking uh, a NASCAR event in 1955. Oh, my God. <laughs> or even in 1995. 1995. They would have been like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, you're probably right. Probably. Ah. Back, back when my mom was I think, married. I think there was crossover by the 90s. Man, I'm telling you, when my mom was married to no, Nick. No, Lou? No. When my Nothing mom was. Love. I'm telling you right now, my mom, when my mom and Nick were married, mm -hmm. Nick loved NASCAR. It was still. And hated black people. <laughs> I, with a passion. <laughs> um, cool to me because I'm a fucking white guy. But he, he watched NASCAR and it was still kind of like underground. It was popular, but with people who knew about it. It wasn't like mainstream. Gotcha. It wasn't gotcha. mainstream in any way. It was like. If you knew about NASCAR, you were in the NASCAR. So black people probably weren't that comfortable if they showed up to a NASCAR event. Yeah, I would. Yeah, probably not. I feel like this here would not be that vibe. I feel like everyone's when he said say it's Ice also, Cube and they did unless they piped that in. A lot of people screamed Ice Cube. He's also in L.A. Yeah. It's not like he's or in you, fucking or do you also think Birmingham. He goes, do you think he was like, say Ice Cube, like Ice Cube, say Oh yeah, he goes, just keep doing what he says and he'll leave us alone. Good <laughs> shit. Maybe he'll go back out the way he came in. What do you want from us? Just leave us alone. Today, say Oh yeah, Oh yeah, please stop. Why are you doing this? You just told us you had a good day. <laughs> Here we go. Why are you? I've checked myself. I've de desperately tried to not rickety wreck myself. Dude, it's so funny when they go down to the floor level seat guys. The Richies. Which, the rich guys with just the glasses that are so close, which, by the way, is going to be the Super Bowl this weekend. Everyone's saying that this might be I the worst. Corporate. This might be the worst like uh, fan group in the in the audience because it's L.A., so it's all just the agents and managers and all the fucking people in between yeah. that are just taking all the tickets. If you're a Bengals fan or a fucking Rams, like a real Rams fan, that must suck. Yeah. Look at the audience here now, Dan. It's a bunch of white girls squeezing their titties while their husbands slap them in the face for getting all worked up for Ice Cube. Mm. 
You want that? You want that down there? How much do you think you got paid? Hundred grand. No, I think more. I think more. Three songs. Yeah, yeah, hundred grand, hundred fifty. I don't know. He's famous, man. Ice Cube's really famous. Hundred fifty grand. That's got to be crazy for him to be like, "Hey, I gotta go down to the Coliseum, do like a quick set, three songs, and then I'll get us a house somewhere nice." And then you want to move? Yeah, we can go get it like a you know a mansion in Miami. No. Please leave. Dude, the late go back, go back Please five save. seconds. Go back five seconds. Um, oh my god. Uh watch this crowd right here. Hit play. Right there. That, that lady in the yeah, left. That's all that's everything I'm picturing. Yeah, that was it. You saw the real right there. Those like there's like a, a, a white what guy is with, this? with her matted down hair. Like she was wearing a costume all day. I bet. Take a screen grab of that lady just being like, when's this over? My hard pink lemonade getting watered down. <laughs> My Mike's hard L's going I want to watch someone. On me. I, I'm trying to watch a car go into a retaining wall. <laughs> I don't need to see Ice Cubity Pop or whatever his name is. Well, Jacob, bad news, buddy. Your favorite sports now been infected with black people, as you told me wow. over the phone. Infected with black people. Wow. No. Because of this moment, I'm going to have to post on Twitter, Jay Okerson's a good man, and I stand with him. Thank you. Don't even say that. Just post a picture of me and you together smiling once. <laughs> no. If I ever get called uh, hardcore racist and they try to prove I'm racist, I only need one friend to stick up for me, and that is you, Black Lou. It all weight. falls on your shoulders, A lot of dude. weight coming down on you, dude. Oh. <laughs> Dude, it'd be so funny if Black Lou... There's me kissing Black Lou's feet outside of his house. Like, You're the best. I'm so <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Also, we got that Christine's filming. Well, it's alive. He goes, that's good for starters. That's good. <laughs> I kind of like where you sit on the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I mean, uh, the booth seems neat, too, so I'll sit over there. I don't even care. Whatever you guys need. Bonfiremerch.com. Download the Bonfires <laughs> podcast. Tell your friends to. BigJComedy.com. Dansota.com. Caroline's, dude. That's, that's all I'm selling. February 18th through the 20th. Go. If you're in the New York City area, go. It's and the 15th to the 17th, Dan's going to be at Acme. I'm going to be all over the place. Dansota.com, BigJComedy.com. We love you so much. We love you so, so much. And Amy, come back. We love you so... Amy, I think you changed Jay. Oh, my... I honestly think he's a different guy. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. 
But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.